Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, we're beginning tonight's shear in Simen Yodalad Sif Gimel, which is page Chavav, right after page 50. Very practical halachos tonight. The Mechaber says, HaShoah Mechaveru Talos She'enu Metsuyetzes, Potter Milahatul Botzitzes Kol Shloshim Yom. One who borrows from his friend a four-cornered garment that does not have tzitzes on it, a regular four-cornered garment, he is potter from putting tzitzes in it for 30 days. Diksiv Kesuscha, the Pasuk says that you have to put tzitzes on your garment. Velo Shalacheyam, not someone else's garment. So if I borrow a four-cornered garment from someone, I do not have to put tzitzes on it, for, for 30 days. But after 30 days, if I borrow it for longer than 30 days, once we pass the 30 day mark, then I have to put tzitzis on it, because then people are going to start thinking that it's yours. So therefore, it's like a marizdayin, the thing, so midrabanan, you have to wear it. Midaraisa, only if it's yours, always. Midrabanan, if it's not yours, if you have it longer than 30 days, you should wear it. The Ramah says, this 30 days has to be 30 days straight. If you borrow it for a week and you return it for a couple of days, borrow it for another week and it adds up to 30 days, it's not a problem. It's only if you have it for 30 days straight. We need 30 days straight in order for it to be and then the Mechaber ends off, and this is a very, very important practical halacha. If you borrowed a talus from someone, a talus that has tzitzis on it, right? The first part was borrowing a four-cornered garment. Do you have to put tzitzis on? That's a very uncommon occurrence nowadays. This halacha is very common. It happens every Shabbos for sure, and kimat every day. If you borrow a talus from someone, you can make a bracha on it right away. So we'll see the Mishabura and we'll see, we'll see what I mean, why it's so practical. Says the Mishabura in Sivkoton Tess, if you borrow a four-cornered garment from someone without tzitzis on it, you are potter from putting in tzitzis. But if you choose to put tzitzis on and you make a brach on it, you don't lose out, that's fine. Just like a woman is potter from many mitzvahs, and she, if she chooses to do it, according to at least the Ashkenazim, she's allowed to make a bracha on it. So to hear, even though you're potter from putting tzitzis on, you can put tzitzis on, and you can make the bracha. Since you're allowed to put tzitzis on, and you can even make a bracha on it, so you could even go out into a rishus harabim on Shabbos with that garment, with the tzitzis on it, because that's considered a beautification of the garment. So we said if you have the garment for 30 days, you would be chayav to put this on after 30 days, midrabanan. Sivkaton yud v'yavarach aleha, and you would make a brach on it. V'socher dino keshoel. And one who rents a garment is like borrowing a garment, it's the same thing, it's not your garment. Uva'itr matzasi shekoslav u'schirus mesafkulon. And the itr, we find that he writes that schirus is a suffix. It could be that it's more of a chiv to put on tzitzis when you're renting a garment than when you are borrowing a garment. And now here we get to the practical halachas for tonight. And that is, again, the Mechaber Paskin in six words, that if you borrow a fully tzitzisized garment, a talus that has tzitzis on it, then you make a bracha on it, miyad. Says the Mishaburis, if katan yuralif, v'yesh machmirim v'sovrim shalo levarich elo imkei nasan lo b'ferish b'matona amnas lahachsir. Again, Allah is, you're only chayv and tzitzis when it's your garment. So even if you're borrowing a four-corner garment with the tzitzis on, it's still not yours. So there are those who are machmir and they say that you should not make a bracha on it unless he gave it to you explicitly as a present. Al-Manasa, you give it back and then it will be considered yours. 
Achrov ha'achronim maskimim l'psak ha'shulchanaruch. However, most achronim agree with the psak of the shulchanaruch. Ve'atamu, and the reason is, Deha adaytei dehachi hishilo lo shivarach aleha. Because he had that in mind when he lent it to him. He had in mind that you should use it for, for the mitzvah, to be makayim your mitzvah, and therefore it's like he had in mind automatically as a matana. V'keivan she'i'efshar lo levarich elim kein tiyashalo. Since you can't make a bracha unless it's yours, have ki'ilu nesana lo b'matana mas lahafsir. It's as if, as if he gave it to you as a matana mas lahafsir. So in other words, if I go away for Shabbos and I forget my talus and I ask someone to borrow his talus, he's giving me a talus so I can do my mitzvah and make my bracha. So even if he doesn't stipulate that he's giving it to me as a matana of Nasla it's automatically assumed that that's why he's giving it to me because he's trying to enable me to do my mitzvah in the regular way, which is me being the owner. So the assumption, even without saying it, is that it's a matana of Nasla it's considered yours and therefore you can make a bracha. But for sure, the best thing is that it should be spoken out from the from the mashal to the shoel that he's giving it to you as a matana masahasir. It's best that it be spoken out. But most posts come hold, even if it's not spoken out, it's understood that way, and therefore it's fine. You can make a bracha, and everything is fine. And now the Mishabura says, very important, This that we've been discussing till now, that when you borrow the garments down, we assume it's a matana masahasir, and you can make a bracha on it, that's all specifically if you're borrowing it, borrowing a talus that's set aside for the mitzvah, like our talus that we have. Our talus that we have, if it's for the mitzvah, then we have this assumption. Thank you very much. Avol, imhu beget ha'omed l'levisha, but if it's just some a garment that's for wearing, that happens to have four corners, and there are titus on it, but it wasn't made for a talus, it wasn't made to put on for davening, it just happens to be a four-corner garment that you wear, so you put titus on it because it requires it. V'rakeven she'pasuach rubo osen bo titus, and because it was open most of the way on the side, you put titus on. V'lo nasa b'shvil mitzvah titus, but it was not made for the mitzvah titus. And so too, if you borrowed a talus just to get an aliyah, or to be the chazan, or your kohen, you borrowed a duchen, any of these cases. In other words, till now we've been discussing borrowing a talus for, for the whole davening, because you forgot your talus at home, so then the assumption is giving it to you for you to do your mitzvah, and it's ke'ilu, it was a matanam lasahasir, it's yours, you can make a brach on it, everything's fine. But, if you're just borrowing his talus for an aliyah, to duchen, to daven for the Amud, or you're just borrowing his four-cornered garment, which is uh, like a jersey that he happens to be chayv and titsis, so the titsis on it, but it's not made for the mitzvah of, of, of for davening. She'eno elam yishum ha'kavod, all these things, at least the last three, for an aliyah, for being chazan, or for duchening, we only wear it because of kavod. Then, ein mevarachan alav. Then when you borrow it, you should not make a brach on it. Because since in that case, you're only borrowing it for kavarat tzibur. To get an aliyah, so kavarat tzibur, you put on a, you put on a talus. A kavarat tzibur, you put on a talus. But you're not really doing it for the, for the mitzvah. Therefore, maybe he really is only lending it to you for the kavarat. And therefore, it's not yours. If it's not yours, you can't, you, you can't make a brach on it. So that's what the Mishabura says so far. Again, just to summarize, so he says, that which the Mechaber says, that if you borrowed a ready-made sisters, you can make a bracha on it right away, that's talking about a case where you're borrowing it for davening, for your regular, a regular talis you're using for davening, then you can make a bracha, we assume is given as a matanah la But, if it's something that's just for derech kavod to get an aliyah, 
Then if you're borrowing your friend's talus, we'll see the shul's talus in a minute, if you're borrowing your friend's talus, you will not make a bracha, because there we don't assume he's giving it to us a matana, it's only for covet, so he's just giving it to you to, to use for a couple of minutes while you get your aliyah, and you would not make a bracha in that case. The yesh cholkim however, there are those who argue and say when you borrow your friend's talus for an aliyah, some argue and they say, Some hold no, even if you're borrowing a just for an aliyah for those two minutes, you still should make a bracha. So that is a machlokas aposkim. And therefore, alkein kasa bederach hachayim. Therefore, the derach hachayim comes out, the yoser tov shechavein b'chol elu shaloliknos. That you should have specific intent when you borrow your friend's talus that you're not being kona it. Then you won't have to make the bracha according to everyone. Because since when you're getting on aliyah and you borrow your friend's talus, some posts can say he's really giving it to you as a matana of Some are saying he's just giving it to you as a loan because it's for their covet. So since it's a machlokas to get out of it, the simplest way is if you don't have kavana to, to be kona it, so it's not yours. No matter what he thinks. Even if he has in mind to give you the zamatana, if you're not accepting it that way, you're not being konit, so it's for sure not yours, and you for sure would not make a bracha. That is the bottom line, what someone should do when this comes up the most, Shabbos Mincha, because everyone has their talus on the table, they call someone up for an aliyah, so, so, we'll see there's an Indian sometimes not to take your own talus, because your own talus is more complicated in terms of a bracha, because your talus is your talus, but you take the guy next to you's talus, so it's more simple. You take his talus, have in mind not to be konet, you put it on for sure without a bracha, and you get your aliyah. So it comes up a lot at Shabbos Milcha because no one's wearing a talus, but you go wear a talus for the aliyah. That is how the Mishabura comes out. If you're borrowing your friend's talus for an aliyah. And now the Mishabura continues. This happened last Shabbos, and the Nishalom, Rukhaim Kohn, refused to take a personal talus from somebody. He was called up for an aliyah. He only wanted the shul's talus? Okay, so let's see. Okay, Maisha Shahaya last week. Okay, fine. But, but, but let's meanwhile stick with the Mishabura. So the Mishabura says that if you do borrow a friend's talus, the Shoshaya, you do see that there is a tzad that you would have to make a bracha, but therefore the Eitz is to have kavana not to be konet, and that's fine. 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 So again, Al Kane. We're about ten lines up at, towards the end of the page. The best thing is to have kavana when you borrow your friend's talus, not have kavana not to be konet. Then you won't have to make a bracha according to, any, <coughs> according to anyone. Unless it's a case where you're borrowing a talus for the whole davening, to be yotze, your mitzvah of, of titsis and talus, for chakras, because you forgot your talus, then you would make a bracha. So that's how we're coming out in the Mishabura very clearly. Fine. Now continues the Mishabura, v'cholze betaliso shel ish prati. This is all talking about if I'm borrowing a talus from an individual for either the whole davening or for an aliyah. That's what we're discussing till now. Avol betaliso shel kohol. But when you take a talus from the congregation... Like our talisim that they that are found in the shuls, then you have to make a bracha on it according to everyone. But we have to discuss this. But we'll just read the Mishabura first. Mishabura says if you take the tzibur's talus, did he make a bracha on the talus? He did not. Okay. So the Mishabura says if you're taking a friend's talus, 
no bracha, just make sure to, to avoid any problems, you have kavanah not to be kona. When you take the tzibur's talus, then you have to make a bracha according to everyone. Even if you're only borrowing the talus from the tzibur, you're taking the talus from the tzibur, for just an aliyah, you should make a bracha according to everyone. Why? Because that was the intention when the congregation, when the shul bought the, the talus for the tzibur, that was their kavana, that it was adaite dahochi kanu, they bought it with this in mind, mitzchila, shakol mishalovesh oso shiyeshalok, They bought it in mind that this talus belongs to every single person. And when you get it, so it's yours, so you can make a bracha on it. And since that was the intention when they bought the talus, Therefore, every person who puts it on is required to make a bracha. And look what I wrote in the Biralacha, B'Shem the Ephraim. So, I, I looked at this morning also in the Piskei Shuvah, so I, I looked into this a little bit, but again, get, keeping it clear, the Mishavura says very clearly that if you're getting an aliyah and you buy your friend's talus, you would not make a bracha. If you take the shul's talus, you would, yes, make a bracha. Now, I always thought that the following chilak, I'll tell you my own personal thoughts, and then we'll read the Biralacha's thoughts, um, that there are some shuls, I, I know for sure some young Israels, that they have a whole rack of talasim, that some people come to shul, they don't bring a talas, and they use the shul's talas. That's what it sounds to me like the Mishibru is talking about. When there's a talasim of the shul, that people come and use the talas, so when I pick up a talas for davening, so it's it, it's my talas, because it was bought for everyone to use. So then, even if I picked it up just for an aliyah, so I own a chelik of that, because it was bought for the whole tzibur, so then I would make a bracha on the talas. But if you just have like two or three talasim of the shul that are there for a person to get aliyah, to get hagba. I don't know that it was bought with that in mind, that it belongs to every single person, every person owns it. It's not clear that way. Right? So it sound, it's, not, it's not so pashat. But again, the Mishabura is not speaking out this chilak. The Mishabura is just saying the shul's talas belongs to everyone, and whoever picks it up, it's his, and he would make a bracha according to everyone if he's using it for the whole davening, or if he's using it for an aliyah. Let's turn to the biralacha. I'm just going to read parts of it. If you turn the page to page 52, in the fourth line, he writes, Ubesefer Shari Ephraim Kosov, the Yoser Tov Likach Talus Shu'ula Be'es Aliyosu Latora Melikach Talus HaKohol. Explicit. The Biralocha brings to the Shari Ephraim that it's better to borrow your friend's talus for an Aliyah than the Shul's talus. Shebetalus HaKol Nichnos Lechlal Sofeg Shem Muchuyav Levarich. If you take the congregation's talus, you're getting yourself involved in a suffix whether you should make a bracha or not. If you take the talus of the congregation and you want to make a bracha, then you should put it on having in mind that you want to wear it as a wearing of tzitzis. And you should do itaf like we do in the morning. You wouldn't have to stand there for Dal Ramos. If you don't want to make a bracha on the shul's talus, don't put it over your head. Just wrap it around your body, which we'll see in a minute the Mishnah takes issue with that, because we learned earlier that over your head is not ma'akiv. He explains it in, in his other sefer like this. You should make a bracha on the congregation's talus just like you make a bracha on a partnership talus. But it appears to be only if you wrap yourself totally in it with your head, like you do in the morning. Even though some posts say, is enough. But listen to this line. 
Ein kav, and this is what in the Pisgah Tshuva, he brings from some poskim, many poskim, that say this line in the Bira Lacha, which is quoting from the Shari Ephraim, is what we rely on not to make a bracha on the Shul's palace. Even though the Mishnah says you should, for sure, according to everyone, this following line is what we rely on not to make a bracha. He says, Mikom akom, ein kavanoso lis atev klau. His kavan is not to do itav at all. Rak levisha l'shaito mishim kavar ba'alma. He's only doing it for a little bit of covet. He's putting it on for covet reasons. And therefore, lo karina na shert and we won't call it upon him that you cover yourself with it, that you clothe yourself in it, which is what the Pasuk says by Tzitzis. With just doing an itaf, you're just putting it on for a couple of minutes to get an aliyah. So that's what the post can say, that the minag that does not make a bracha on the tzibur's house, when they take it for an aliyah, they rely on this, that when you're only putting it on for covet, it's not a kiyam of the Pasuk, it's not considered your talus, you don't have kavana to be konet, you're not doing a full itaf, you're just putting it on for the aliyah, and therefore you would not make a bracha. That's the meaning of Yeshiva, that they, they don't make a brach on the, on the, on the, right. on the talus of a tzibur. But I'm just saying, if you read the Mishiburah, the Mishiburah comes out clearly that you do, but they, the, the Pisgah Tshuva, they bring down this, this line in the Biralacha to say what we rely on in terms of not making a bracha, but the Minah Ga'olam, I think in general, certainly in our circumstance, when there's a couple of talisman of the shul floating around, that we don't make a bracha on the shul's talus. So according to that opinion, the, if you say a bracha, is a bracha revatalah? No. <laughs> There's certainly what to rely on to make a bracha. But if you make a bracha, the best thing to do clearly is to do itaf over your head and to, you know, have in mind that you're being kona, your chalak in it. I guess if it's your, if it's, if it's, uh, if that's possible, so then it's not, it's not a, the Mr. Bruce has to make a bracha, so it's certainly not a bracha of atala. But it's saying that's what the, the minaga olam is to rely on not to make the bracha. So is it better to take your talus on all these type of things, just so you don't have an issue? Just take yeah, a bracha on it says the next line. <clears throat> well. Yeah, so let's read the next line. The Apetala Shalom Imzmano Bol Sheeno Yochalis Atepo Mamish. Also, if you're putting your own talus on, if you're very rushed, that you can't do a real ituf, and you're just putting it over your shoulders quickly for, uh, for a quick call up for an aliyah, and you're planning on taking it off right away. So, no, the best way, it sounds like the best way to do it is not to take your own, because your own is more problematic. Because on the one hand, you're only putting it on for their cover, that's the reason not to. On the other hand, it's, it's yours, so it's, it's a much stronger reason to make a bracha. If you take someone else's, according to Mishnah, very clear, you take someone else's talus, your friend's talus, you have covenant not to be konet, so it's not your talus, so you for sure don't make a bracha. That seems to be the best Eitzah. The minog is that we take a shul and we don't make a bracha either. But that's the... Um, Are those two different reasons that what he mentioned before? One, that, that you're doing it just for shaita, just for the mitzvah, just for the aliyah or whatever. And for kavit. And he said that's not really... You're not... You're you're not really being with it. Yeah, he, he's giving two different reasons. The Mishibura takes issue with that. If you read on. I, I, so what about somebody dominating for the Yomad? Right, so the way they bring it down is only if you're taking the shul's talus to, to wear a talus like everyone's wearing. Meaning if it's for chakras and everyone's wearing a talus and making a bracha on it, so then in that case, if you borrow your friend's talus, so then we say it's like a matana masahatsir because he's giving it to you to be like everyone else. But if you're just dominating for the Yomad, you're the only one putting on a talus. Or you're getting an aliyah, so then it's understood that it's just for, for their, it's covered at tzibur, it's not for the, it's not for the mitzvah tzitz, and you wouldn't make a bracha in that case. Let's finish up the last, the, the Biralacha goes on, he doesn't come out so much different, but he, he just argues with that point, the second point, he argues strongly that we learned earlier, way back in the beginning of Hilasitzis, that the itafarosh is not ma'akev, so he doesn't like that chilak, why you wouldn't make a bracha, because he's not doing itafarosh. But the other chilak he doesn't take issue with, 
Fine. Wait, let's wait, see, let's. Why is using your own talit more primary? Because if you're using the uh, your friend's talit, uh, you no, you were here before. Using, if you're using your own, what's what's what's? You own it. If you if you own it, so you're chayv. So you so you make a bracha. Right, but you're only putting it on for four seconds. So you're putting it on for two minutes. So then it it might not be considered a real levisha to warrant the bracha. So you're, that, you're getting into into a shaky ground. It's much easier to take your friend's talit. A, it's there are covered only, so that's a tzad not to make a bracha. And it's not yours, so another tzad to not make a bracha. So that would be the, be- the best way to go. Take your friend's talus. And that's why if you look around, I, I think in general, he's telling me a, a chiddush, we could ask him. In general, people get, get aliyah at Minchan Shabbos, they look around for a friend's talus. You do see that, look for a friend's talus to borrow, because then it's as simple as that you don't make, that you don't make a bracha on it. Um, okay, the, okay, let's, let's, Okay, running out of time. Let's look at uh, at note number twenty-one. Back the page before. We'll, we'll finish the next mishabu maybe next time. The kavan. This is going on that which the mishabu wrote that if it's it's a tzib, if it's tzibur's talus you should make a bracha. The mishabu came out. The kavan shemavarech aleh tzarech lebatka. Since you're making a bracha on it, you have to check to make sure that it's kosher. Kemosha kasev leel od kasev beberalacha shom. The beberalacha wrote there also sha'af ledas ataz hasover shebemakom tarach hatzibur. If it's going to be a burden to the tzibur, yeshlismoch ala chazaka shelo nisnaku atzitzios. We said if it's going to be a tichel tzibur, you're running up to daven for the amud. So don't check the tzitzis. You can rely on the chazaka mikomakom einze ela betalus shelo. That's only if it's your talus shebotka ba'atzmo because you check it every day. So one day you're in a rush to get up to the daven. So don't be about tzibur and don't check it. Rely on the chazaka. Mashenkei betalus shall call. Mashenkei if it's the tzibur's talus shematsui hadover shiua tzitzios psulos. It's very common in the shul's talus. No one's really in charge of it. It's very common that this will be puzzle. The knafos neakaros mimakomo and the corners can be messed up. Esher dein roy levarech aleha. It could be that if you're rushing up and you're not checking it, you shouldn't make a bracha on it. The aflo lelov show believe bedika and it could be you shouldn't wear it at all without a bedika because the shul's talus. To make a, again, the main issue of making a, a, a make, of checking, we said it's for the bracha. So if you're going to make a bracha like the Mishabura is suggesting on the Shul's Talus, you really should check it before. But again, Lafi, what we're saying, the Minah Olam is, and what we saw, the reason in the Biralacha that we don't make a bracha on the Tzibur's Talus anyway, so then it would be less problematic to check it because if it's only there covet, so you're not making a bracha, and the Mela says you're not making a bracha, if it's puzzle, it's not going to be a bracha of Atola. The only problem would be wearing a four-cornered garment, that doesn't have tzitzis, which is le- less of a concern, but still, it's uh, it is a concern. Um, we'll stop here, and we'll oh, so we have to discuss the schedule. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call two zero three three one two shas. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.